0: Welcome to episode number sixty-five of the Nintendo Jump Podcast, or should I say, the Nintendo sixty-four Lovers Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo sixty-four gamers by Nintendo sixty-four gamers. It is the week of September sixteenth. <laughs> My name is Daryl, and today I am once again joined by Sergio. How are you, man?
1: Hey, Daryl, I'm doing pretty, pretty awesome. the The games that we have been looking forward to have already started to come out. Finally, so here it comes.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and also today in I probably should have mentioned this in a live episode. Kevin, how are you, man?
2: Oh, 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 I'm doing pretty decent. I just finished a bottle of uh lemon ginger cayenne kombucha. So you know I'm ready to go. You know it's uh as it says nice. in the bottle. Uh craft brewed with organic taleng's tea and botanicals. No artificial nonsense. So there's no <laughs> no bs it's good to go i'm ready let's do it let's let's do things the right way and yeah so i'm ready to go daryl cool uh, what we should start with you what is your question for today
0: so it doesn't work if you hand it to me just to hand it back to you <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> like just yeah. let it flow let it you know speaking of seeing anyways uh so <laughs> as i mentioned we are live in front of our our awesome discord audience in front of i guess uh and we are doing some fun stuff. Kevin, what are we talking about today? We are
2: going to do but a Nintendo 64 tunes. We're going to play some tunes. That yeah, is not from off the spot or on the spot. <laughs> we're going to play some tunes. <laughs> 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 On the spot! Yeah, so... No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not on the spot. <laughs> but, well, actually, we kind of are going to be on the spot because
1: oh. we're going to play a bunch <laughs>
2: of N64 tunes. Uh Some of them we may know, some of them we might not know, and I'd probably be in the latter. And we're going to play tunes from submissions from us, from y'all, from people that we don't even know who listen to our podcast. So
0: Yeah, so music episode dedicated to our love of the Nintendo 64. We had so much fun last week. Why not keep it going? All right. So, Sergio, how is this going to work?
1: So, we have 15 songs, all of them exclusive to Nintendo 64 games. We will be guessing the songs after we listen to their entirety. Uh, Before we begin, as always, we would like to thank all of the composers, developers, and publishers that have worked on the games that we will be featuring tonight. This episode wouldn't be possible without their amazing work. So, If you guys are ready, we can get going.
0: I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: All right. So we have our first track of the night, and it was submitted by Danny. Ooh. Here we go.
2: sounds so familiar i you know man like ah i i i don't want to say it's not decon racing like but i just heard from somewhere it's like you know you're in the desert and then like you know you just got out of the the local town you see a mirage you try to go there three seconds later it's gone you're like oh no i'm delirious and then nighttime comes so quickly and then you're like oh god i gotta find a way to uh, you know keep myself warm and stuff and then you just couldn't find anything to eat then the next day you're like oh god like and then you see uh this wrinkling troop just come out of your way it's like oh can i join you guys for no reason because i'm kind of hungry <laughs> <laughs> and i want to you know it's like okay yeah sure you can you can join you can you can uh have some food but you gotta work with the troop I'm like okay cool and then you go out and then then you dance on top of the the car thing, or whatever, and then you're good. And then you,
0: for the record, I don't do any of this, I don't do <laughs> any of <it. laughs>
2: so uh, obviously, I don't know where I was going with that, but it is very familiar to me. It's a first party game, right? It has to be.
3: Uh, mm.
2: No, no, it's iffy. <laughs> it's iffy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Shy Guy just mentioned you sure that was kombucha you drank before the show, it definitely
1: was.
0: Dude, he does this every time. I don't know. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> and I mean, you did mention the game, Dakar Racing. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. That's that's
2: it one. is. Yeah. Yes. Yo, as expected, I knew it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no,
2: I, no, I no, no. Honestly, that
0: was my only guess because it sounded familiar to me too, but I had no idea where it was from. And and typically with those, it was like that is one track in the entirety of diddy, diddy kong racing and yeah I, I played it but i played it like two decades ago so yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no you know like uh for diddy kong racing i was thinking like that one song that goes <speaking in the background> oh yes yeah but anyway um, yeah awesome well you know as for me, this is really good because I usually suck at these music episodes because <laughs> I'm terrible <laughs> at guessing. <laughs> so I'm one for one. Not bad. Nice. So this is
0: this is actually, a, it's second party, but it's published by Nintendo. So it was good enough to call first party probably. But anyways.
2: yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: I digress. That was a great track. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. That was Hot Top Volcano from DiddyCon Racing, developed by Rare, published by Nintendo. And now we have two submittals by Darkest. Here we go with the first one.
0: It's like a mixture of creepy and sick beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, but I'm kind of dancing though. I'm kind of I'm kinda there. That's okay.
2: Yeah. My hips were dancing a little bit, but um, Daryl, you had a guess, right? You go first because I got one too.
0: Yeah. My only, well, so I technically had two guesses, but the one I'm actually going to go with, uh, is it Doom 64? No.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to think that too, but my guess is going to be Turok because it sounds very That dinosaur- was my second
0: guess <laughs> <Yeah. Yes>.
1: No, <laughs> it's <way>. close Okay <laughs> Turok 2? <too? laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I mean, it, it does sound like it could be from there, but no, it is not um, All right. It's closer to Doom Ooh. The uh. sister franchise
0: you know uh, what the sister franchise to Doom is? What? Boom? <laughs> <laughs> is it
2: is it Geck sixty four? Enter the Gecko?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, just put us out of our misery on this one. Yeah, what is it?
1: It is Quake sixty four. Oh, oh my goodness! That you know, was, I forgot that man.
0: was even on 64. Like, I forgot yeah. Quake sixty four was a thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Huh. Because when I think of Quake, I think of Quake 3 on the PC, man. I mean, that's like the only Quake I know. I mean.
1: <laughs> so that was game completed from Quake 64, developed by id Software, published by GT Interactive.
0: Game completed. Mm. So that's like you won.
2: That's
0: that's not a very triumphant wins. So, okay, never mind. Okay. Never mind. We're good.
2: All right. Back to my losing streak. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: You're still batting zero because Wait. you you specifically said the first game was not Diddy car yes. racing, which uh... meant you guessed literally everything except that game, and you still got it wrong. Oh man! <laughs>
2: but you know what? Just give me half a point because I mentioned a game. I mean, no, <laughs> fine. That's not how it works. <laughs> All right, batting zero for zero. That's uh, zero for two. Oof.
1: Well, we have our second submittal by Darkest. Here we go.
2: That sounds
0: familiar. That sounds so familiar, and I'm having trouble placing it. What could it be? Man. Um, <sighs> hmm. So, yeah, I think Link Triforce kind of is on my, my same guess line here. Uh, now, there there actually is, yeah, in Discord, Link
2: Triforce said he can't think of an Indiana Jones game on 64, though. There, there, there is actually, one. There is Indiana
0: one. Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, and that was going to be my guess, no yeah. Lie.
2: But I've never, I, I don't know. That's tough.
0: And there's a couple of things going into it. There was a little bit of almost like Star Wars uh, <laughs> sound to it. And it was also, that was done by Factor Five, who also did Star Wars games. So I just kind of was playing around. There's also some weird um, tones that kind of sound like Mario RPG, but Square was not a developer on the 64. So <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
2: it's an RPG, right?
0: No, it is not.
2: Mm-mm. It's an adventure game. Mm,
1: yes, a uh, platformer, more like an action platformer.
0: Okay. All right, I got it. Duck Dodgers, starring Daffy Duck.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no.
2: Okay. <laughs> um. I. Uh, I. Uh, yeah. It's. It's not mischief makers. That's for sure. <laughs> <I can't
1: laughs> no, it is not. in I mean, it was mentioned <laughs> on the previous one. Ironically.
0: Tron. Doom? No, uh, Tron- no, no, no. Gex, Gex 64, enter the gecko. <laughs> yes.
2: That's oh, oh, that's pretty dope. Okay. okay.
0: I'm not giving myself a point for that because that was a heck of a hint there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. That is so funny. Darkest. Damn, you're the man. Okay. <laughs> Very good.
1: <laughs> so that was Aztec to Aztec from Gex 64, enter the gecko developed by Crystal Dynamics published by Midway Games. Thank you Darkest for your submittals.
0: I got to look at who composed that cuz that sounds like a lot of stuff to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I did play that game, but man, that's been years.
1: Nice. So now we have two submittals that I picked. Here we go.
0: Ooh. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lot of guessing because I just remembered I don't remember most of these songs. (laughs) (laughs) I I do have a
2: crazy crazy story, but you can guess first.
0: (laughs) Uh, my I I was gonna go with Pokemon Stadium. No. (laughs) Uh, Oh. I have a a reason for that, but yeah. I would like to hear
2: that, man. Ow, I wasn't thinking that originally, but um. Okay, so you know KK Slider, right? Your favorite thing ever, Sergio. <laughs> yes. So so okay, just close everyone close your eyes, okay? Just, just 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 be with me real quick. So it's like so imagine KK Slider had a father, okay? His name is KK Glider, alright? And, and instead of a guitar, <laughs> he had an electric guitar guitar, okay? And then like you could just see him with sunglasses and like just And he like he'll do it like he'll play in different parts of the world and you will just see him play and just like and, and the thing is, like, when he starts playing, there's only one person in the audience, okay? And then he goes to another place, like, you know, Fiji. And then there's, like, two people in the audience, okay? And then he goes, <laughs> then he trans, he trans teleports to, like, I don't know, Canada, some part of Canada. There's three, then there's four, then five, then six. And, like, all of a sudden, he goes to every single country, and they're all dancing. They're all like, bam ba, 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 ba. It's, it's nighttime, okay? KK Glider, that's what I'm talking about.
0: Um, <laughs> so I now, have a question. Okay. Just. <laughs> Why would KK Slider's father have a different last name? <laughs> just wondering.
2: I I don't know. I you no, know, that was a good that, I I knew that might come up. I, I don't know, but it just seems to me that I I don't know. But I just I just thought, yo, KK glider, man. <laughs> I know I know usually, you know, people do not change their last name that easily, but uh for some reason I'm like, yo, KK Glider, okay. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the, the reason I went with Pokemon <laughs> Stadium, Pokemon Stadium was actually composed by the same guy who did Animal Crossing and Splatoon. And that sounded a heck of a lot like Spl- Splatoon oh, to me. So that was wow. just me playing the field. I have no idea. What is this? <laughs> yeah.
1: Nobody has any idea. This is a racing game called Rebolt.
0: Rebolt? Okay.
1: Yes, it's main menu from Rebolt. Uh, developed and published by Acclaim. The story about this song is that, I don't know how I heard it, The first time, but before Animal Crossing New Leaf came out, it came out first in Japan about six months before it came here, and I was in a chat group of sorts in an IRC just talking about the game like the six months before we got it, we would just talk in hype all day, and I would listen to this every single second. (laughs) Uh, Basically, it just reminds me of Animal Crossing so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really does. (laughs) <laughs> it's before
2: it's time i i really like this tune i should add it to my playlist now it's pretty awesome <laughs> oh oh and, and i I, th- I know a reason why i changed the last name okay oh so so <laughs> just, just 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 you don't have to close your eyes just think this way okay so um fictional obviously but when kk slider was born he was born as kk S- glider jr but he's like no nah, i don't want that he doesn't want to be a gri- nerd. Oh, he, nice. Instead of grinding his way to life, he wants to slide his way to life. He's so like, boom! I'm a slider. KK <laughs> <K> slider. <laughs> that is the stupidest story I know that you've ever heard. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Why chase last
1: thing? Nice. We'll, we'll take it. All right, great. <laughs> i awesome. I know
2: you're shaking your head. Uh, I am too. Oh, I'm shaking them so, <laughs> shaking it so hard right now.
1: Uh, let's move on. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, here's our next track.
2: Man, it just brings back memories for me. That that theme, that tune, has the Final Fantasy vibes. Man, <laughs> yeah, I mean Final man.
0: Fantasy sixty four. No, <laughs>
2: they should have released that. I would have. It would have been the best game of of my life. But <laughs> I wonder. Actually, no, I do wonder what a Final Fantasy sixty four game would be like. Um. Anyway, all right.
0: Probably a lot like Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> okay, so Kevin, do you know what this is? I mean,
2: I only have one guess, and I don't know if it's right. <sighs> I mean, Quest 64 is the closest thing I can think of, but if it's not, it's all good. Is
0: it, it is. Oh. It is. <laughs> yeah, it almost had to be. Congress to Link
1: Triforce. He got it pretty early on. Yeah, <laughs> on he did. Oh, this nice. Place.
0: Well, there you go.
2: I finally am batting... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're above zero yay above zero
2: yeah man you know what uh cool <laughs> so yeah um y- yeah i just quest 64 was one of those games you know i never beat it but man like i just remember some that music and just some of the things in the game i mean it was just ah i don't know like i, I this is before i even played final fantasy because the first final fantasy i played was final oh. Fantasy eight but when it came to an RPG like on a console, this was it, like Quest sixty four, you know. And I mean, yo, Brian won the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> with the, it, it was like you know, because you know, in other Final Fan, like in Final Fantasy games, you have Cloud, you have Squall, you have Zidane, you have Titus, you have all these, you know, these names. But Brian, I mean, it's such a generic name for <laughs> for a, a main character in a fantasy game. You know, it just fits. Uh, as my first memory of uh, of an RPG like that so
1: nice yeah. yeah, I remember playing it too. I don't remember if I liked it or not if it was bad or or good. I think it's bad <laughs> and but the, the funny thing with the n64 I feel like it was the last console where I played a lot of bad games without much care. Well I mean,
0: you didn't I mean no no offense, you didn't have much choice. Like there were <laughs> like you either went back and played Mario sixty four or Ocarina of Time again, or you played a lesser game. Like, yeah. It's just that's just kind of how the system was. And like Quest sixty four was like definitely going through the uh the mermaid effect of this was literally the RPG on the console. There there you go. <laughs> right. That's it. Is it good? Is it bad? Who knows? It's the one. There you it's go. It's the one, man. Quest sixty four. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, nice. I Actually, cool. I never played it. Uh, I was always a little bit curious, but I was kind of warned off of it by a friend, so I just kind of never got <laughs> to it.
2: Yeah, it didn't really get the best reviews, but I mean, for what it was back then, I thought it was pretty decent. So
0: nice. Yeah, nice. I like the music.
1: Yeah, so that was Battle from Quest 64, developed by Imagineer, I like that word, and published by THQ.
2: Nice. Nice.
1: And now we have two submittals by Dragon. Yo. Here we go.
0: So I'm getting the same thing in this episode that I got when I was looking up some Nintendo 64 songs. The quality of music was like vastly different between <laughs> <Yes. a> different <laughs> games. Like some some composer, like the compositions were generally all pretty good or a lot of them were really good. But like the actual quality of the sound, which I would assume is uh, based on the cartridge based media. So you had to make some allowances for <laughs> the the actual music away from the, uh, I don't know, gameplay. But yeah, some games sound amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, it's just, it's amazing to, yeah, it's just—it's interesting how, like, good the music was back then. I mean, like, because when I think of, like, old music, like, N64, it usually is in the back burner for me, but, man, just listening to these sort of things, like, man, it's like, I should pay more attention and really uh, relish more of that music back then, so, which, hopefully... Uh, with my submission later on, uh, it'll be awesome. But yeah, I don't know what this one is. I have no idea. I mean, no, I, I think. think of some, I mean, I I think of like Conker's Bad Fur Day, um, which I I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That's right. That's the first thing I thought about.
1: But nah. Well, any, anything by you, Daryl?
0: I mean, so it's it's Dragon. So one of his songs is going to be a Mario Party song. Uh, is this a Mario Party song? Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, so just good. for fun, Mario Party 2.
1: Oh, no. Is so it it's going to be three then. Yes. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Uh, only played three a couple times, so I don't even think I heard this, but what is this?
1: This is Waluigi's Island from Mario Party 3, uh, correctly guessed by Lightning Naga on our Discord, and this was Woo! developed and published by Nintendo.
0: <laughs> nice. I love that track. And that was a very late game, so that actually kind of makes sense uh for mm. why it sounded so good. But it sounded yeah. so good. That's a great song. Nice.
1: And we have our second to middle by Dragon. Here we go. Boom.
0: <laughs> is that a game? <laughs> no. No, well, it's. I know. No, 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 no. uh, I know what you mean. I. Mm. Damn. I just.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: So bear with me. I'm halfway between Castlevania 64 and Kirby 64, and that is crazy to me.
2: <laughs> Dang. You know, I. Wow, I I would never have thought that cuz I thought with Castlevania games it's more it has like a more of a darker sort of you know noir type of spiel but if this is a Castlevania game I will be totally surprised.
0: Um, no, no, it is not. Okay. No, it's it's not but uh there were some right things. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh Sergio, it's not a Mario game.
3: Mm. Oh my
2: <laughs>
1: god. Okay. It's a Mario Party game. No. (laughs) It's a Mario something.
0: Oh. Okay. I gotcha. Um, So I never played Mario Golf, but I'm going to go with Mario Tennis. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice switch. Is it Tennis? Yes. I never played that one. So that's why it it sounded so familiar. I played the heck out of that game, but it's got such, like, the music is, like, it's hard to remember after the oh, fact, yeah. but it's got a really good soundtrack, and it um it's a little bit different than the later games. Like the little, later games are a little more, uh, I don't know, or, orchestral and and kind of big and sweeping. Uh, this game just kind of had like these really really hype tracks, and it's yes. been a long time. But yes, I loved Mario Tennis '64.
2: Man, I I wish I played it. I never played it before. It, I, it seemed like a racing game actually, to be honest, like just the way it was paced, but Oh, man. I
0: should have known this, too, because uh, about halfway through the song, I was like, man, that sounds like Golden Sun, a Camelot yeah. game. <laughs> right.
2: Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. I can see it has a tiebreaker theme. So Dragon said he, sat, he said that, Kevin, I'm sad, oh, well, and I'm sad, too. I should have known this, even though I have it, but I should have made a better guess. So I'm sorry, but now I will never forget this theme.
1: So. <laughs> so yeah, that was tiebreak from Mario Tennis 64, developed by Camelot, indeed, published by Nintendo. Yeah. Thanks, Dragon. Thank Great you. Track. And now we have your track, Kevin. Oh, sick! sick. Let's see what this is. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Mm.
0: intercept the alien spaceship from <laughs> enemy spaceship. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, no, it's it definitely has those vibes for sure. That uh, sounds way too good for 64. <laughs> you know what? I was a bit surprised when I heard this one. So, yeah. <laughs> Any guesses?
1: Mmm, there's... Is this a shmup? Wow, that is actually right. It is a shmup. But is it like... Uh, Battle arena type of shmup. <laughs> it's like your. What do you mean by battle arena?
2: Oh, it is just Is this like your typical like, ver, like vertical like, like go up and down sort of. Mm. Shmup. Yeah. Okay, sort I'm, of, sort I was of thinking things. of something else. Yeah, I think. Yeah.
3: Mm.
2: It hmm. Game sixty
1: four had shmups. Shmups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going yeah, with
0: yeah, yeah. Iggy's wrecking balls. No.
2: Uh. <laughs> it actually <laughs> okay. had one shmup. At least one. Um hmm. yeah. Very surprising, I know.
0: I'm Oh it's another one that sounds vaguely familiar, but I think I'm I, I think I'm transposing other songs onto it.
1: Does it start with an R? <laughs>
2: uh no, but there are two Rs. <laughs> Actually no,
1: three R's
2: in the title of the game. <laughs>
1: oh wow. Uh come on, we gotta get it now, that's a big hint.
3: <laughs> yeah, a big hint.
0: Uh uh, Army Men Air Combat. Ooh, <laughs> no. Well, that's only that's only two hours. Uh, does it have
1: Rebel in
0: the title? It does not have Rebel in the title.
2: It is not a Star uh, Wars game or anything. Asteroids
0: whatsoever. Hyper sixty four. If you pronounce the four, it has three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
2: All right, what what is this? What it's is from it? a game called Star Soldier Vanishing Earth, and is the opening theme. Uh, oh. de- the developer is Hudson Soft, and the publisher in North America is Electrobrain. Um, it's not that well known of a game, uh, you know, and personally, you know, this the tune is like one of my favorite tunes. Just like hearing it gets you very, like, it gets you into a mood of like going outer, outer space. But then, you, you know, you do a little jazz dance before you get into your ship, <clears> and, then, and then you go out and you shoot. Enemy ships. It's ah, doesn't make that much sense, but that's how I'm saying it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. There weren't. I don't know. This might be the only shmup in N64 history. Right. I, I am definitely wrong <laughs> on that. I think I'm definitely wrong because there's got to be more than one, right? But as far as I know, it is one of the very few shmups in the in the <laughs> in the di- uh, not dialogue the catalog of N64
3: games. Mm.
1: Nice. That was really cool. Good pick. Thanks. Cool. Now we have a submittal by Shy Guy. Hey. Nice. Here we go.
2: This was on the N sixty four. No way, <laughs> that is amazing.
0: There's another one I played.
2: Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, I'm, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know where to begin.
0: Is this
1: early sixty <laughs> four?
0: Uh. Um, I have a few guesses, but I'm trying to not just throw them out. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never heard of this one before. It's going to be on my playlist. I don't know what it is.
2: I have no guesses. <laughs>
0: well, I, had, I had an idea and it it's slipped. Uh, okay, I'm just going to... like 1080 snowboarding.
1: No, you're, you're thinking the right way.
0: Okay.
2: Is it a sports game?
1: Yes, technically. Uh, <laughs> racing? Yes.
2: Is it Wave Race 64?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yep, played it <laughs> <laughs> I man, I I'm having a lot it, yeah. of those tonight, just like, yes, I know this, I know this, but I have no idea this is falling into that uh the nintendo sixty four uh type of game that all kind of sounds like this, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I never owned this game, but I played at a friend's house before when we were really little, it was like a sleepover thing, and man, like. I, but I don't remember this tune. I, I just, man, I, I guess we didn't get the farting game. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, when anyway. you said
0: really early, you're like one month into the console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
1: crazy. that was Port Pirates from Wave Race 64 developed and published by Nintendo. Mm. Thank you, Shy Guy. Now we have one song by Lightning Naga. Yo. Here we go.
0: We said Nintendo 64 tracks. I'm uh, I call shenanigans on that. (laughs) How's
2: yeah, how's this from N64? I mean, and that piano was really beautiful. It was just like it was gorgeous and morbid at the same time, if that makes any sense.
3: Yeah,
0: so speaking of gorgeous and morbid, uh, Castlevania, anyone? Anyone?
2: It does have those vibes. I've never played that game before, but it definitely feels Castlevania to me. I, yes.
0: oh. <laughs> I was like uh is. <laughs> castlevania 64 right
1: yes that's correct
2: nice yeah you know like when i was listening to this tune it's like you know you go into this sort of this dungeon thing and then you crawl your way out and then um and then there's these these obstacles that you have to pass through and then while you're trying to pass these obstacles in this big room a vampire plays a piano like on the a like, hundred feet away from you and he just plays this gorgeous morbid tune.
0: This is know... like the most on-point story you've ever told, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's actually what happens. There you go. Right. Is it? Yeah. And then like... <laughs>
2: and I'm just going to end it like that because if I say any more, it's going to go off track. What do I think about that?
0: You do a little jazz dance and... No, like, <laughs> <that's>...
2: <laughs> you know what? What? we should add that because <laughs> like doing the jazz dance.
0: yeah so i mean i don't want to i don't want to discredit that that song was beautiful like it was really God, awesome yes.
2: man like i mean it was really go- gorgeous and morbid like excuse me gorgeous i mean just i don't even know how to <laughs>
0: gorgeous and morbid
2: gorgeous it was just, it, i don't know how to feel right now like i i would love
1: to play this on the piano like well, not right now, but like after. <laughs> yeah, nice. And I remember liking this game. And another one of those that I think it's it's basically considered a bad game, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, great pick. Love it.
1: Yeah. So that was introduction uh, from Castlevania '64, developed and published by Konami. Thanks, Lightning Naga. And now we have two submittals by you, Daryl.
0: Whoa. Hey, hey. One little, one little spoiler. So, uh. There are some games that have to be played, so these might be a little obvious. I'm sorry, but they got to. I had to. (laughs) All right, here we go. Judging from the chat, maybe that wasn't as obvious as I thought it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's oh man. I mean, parts of it feels like a Mario game. Like, like it's like in Super Mario World when you're in um you know the 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 castle of each world, like the last level of each world. It has those vibes. Like do 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 do. You know that, that tune, but this is but this one is more elevated. Um. Ah uh, gosh. it's it's not a Mario game. I I don't I, I don't think it is. And I don't <laughs> No, it is not. Okay. Well. Um uh, you know, Daryl, man, you said this is like like a must have, but I feel crap. Uh, excuse me. I feel like crap cuz I I feel like I should know this. I don't. <laughs>
0: Okay, so hashtag I feel crap is going on the other <laughs> wait, wait, no! No, that's not what I meant! Oh
1: my gosh, no. That's a thing. Okay. <laughs> Here's a hint it's in the Nintendo 64. Yes. Oh, oh that's going to get me closer. Okay. Um.
0: <laughs> Here's another hint. I submitted it. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, I mean, Sergio, man. am I wrong?
1: No, no, that's correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: like,
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Mm. Uh,
0: okay. So this is the Sector X theme from Star Fox 64. Uh, wow. Yeah. So Star Fox had to be here. And so there were a couple of people talking about how it kind of sounded like a Zelda game. You were talking about how it kind of sounded like a Mario game. Well, same composer. There you go. So
2: yeah, <laughs> there you go. Very <laughs> it good.
0: actually kind of works out. Koji Kondo is a legend. Um. I chose this one in particular mostly just because it it's one of the more full songs in the entire soundtrack of just like there's a lot of mystery and intrigue here and sector X in particular uh it was just it was a really mysterious level to me as a kid uh there was like, you're going to uh, find the secret weapon, and your guys are all excited, I can't wait to see the secret weapon, you know. Uh, <laughs> and you get there, and this base looks like it's destroyed, and you can't figure out what's going on, and then there's this crazy robot that attacks you and such. But also, there's this really crazy warp that goes all the way to the other side of the, <laughs> the yes, uh, track. right. <laughs> going through here, it was really hard to do. It took me a long time to figure out as a, as a kid, because I was going through trying to meddle every stage, and in this particular stage, there was just no way you could not medal it. Like, you couldn't. Um, you had to go through the warp, which took you through this, like, special uh, challenge that gave you a lot more points, and you could get a medal on it. And I still remember that. I, I remember this level in particular a lot more than a lot of others. So, yeah, Sector X. Absolutely. Nice.
2: Nice. That was a great pick. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I don't... I can't believe I didn't even remember that tune. It just... oh. Okay, I gotta listen to a lot more Star
1: Fox 64 tunes again. (laughs) Very good. So, here we go, next track.
2: I'm gonna bet my life on this tune. I'm gonna bet my life <laughs> oh. on it. Just like you know, the one time I guess Final Fantasy Seven, um uh Cosmo Canyon, same life, same bet, one time, Super Mario sixty four, Bomb hyphen om so sorry, Bob hyphen om Battlefield. Okay. Ooh, no,
0: actually.
3: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh
0: no I'm wrong. Damn it. Well, that um, was that was great. You actually kinda of glitched out as you did that, so <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course this is Bob on Battlefield because okay. of course we had to have Bob on Battlefield in okay, the N sixty four music <laughs> episode. Because this is this is in my opinion maybe the best ni- music track that Nintendo has ever done. And I mean I know that I'm saying that knowing that things like the Zelda series exist and and other things uh, have had just absolutely killer soundtracks, but I mean, come on! This screams this is what a video game should be to me. This yeah. was a it, kind of a, a evolution of the old Mario themes. If you think of the the main themes in uh, Super Mario Brothers three, and then Super Mario World and and such, this it kind of fits. It makes sense, but it's bigger. Uh, the baseline is fantastic, and this was a launch title, so any any game that came out with a soundtrack that doesn't sound really good has no excuse because this was a launch title sounding (laughs) true. Incredible. Uh, And Mm. to me playing this game, this is why like right now. And I don't, I don't want to keep harping on this because I'm not trying to be mean. Uh, When we talk about things like Mario galaxy, I cannot hum the main theme from Mario galaxy. I know kind of what it does. I know kind of what it is, but I, nothing comes to mind. No song in those games comes to mind, even though I played both of them. Uh, meanwhile, Bob on Battlefield is like ingrained in my head forever. I will never ever forget this song. Uh, it's just I don't know. There's there's magic here, and I I loved it. Yeah,
2: I agree with everything you said. I mean, you know, when you have a new console and you have a you know launch title like Super Mario sixty four, you gotta start with a bang. Or a banger, as some people would say. Um, and this Bob on Battlefield is the perfect tune to start with. Um, you know, it the show. It, you know, it shows off the capabilities of the N sixty four with the chip tune, or just the chip uh, being able to play this music. And and just Koji Kanda, right? I mean, he's the guy who made this tune, right? I mean, like, oh yeah. <laughs> how, how, I, I am not surprised. I mean, the man's a genius. I think. You know, I feel like when you talk about. Musicians in history, Koji Kondo needs to be paid, he needs to have more attention. People, he deserves a lot more credit than he has right now. Um, You know, video game music is shaped by this man in so many ways. And yeah, like, it was a great pick.
1: And now we have a submittal by Dr. Fact. Ooh, here we go.
0: I just want to say i appreciate that somebody else picked an obvious one so i didn't feel like the single person trying to uh ah i I really i i kind of wanted to submit this song i'm glad somebody did nice so
1: kevin any guesses
2: i have no guesses i don't i can't remember this song it's it's, it sounds familiar but i don't think i've heard it if i did it's been a long time but it makes Mm. me think of like this scene okay so just Close your eyes and think. Okay, so, you know, you're you you traverse around the region. You know, you you go th- you go past mountains, and then you have like a troop of people, okay, or trope, a trope of people. I don't know if I'm using that right. And you go from place to place, town to town, city to city, and you're like uh, you're like this traveling band. And then once you play your your instruments, people start to dance. And then as <laughs> as you keep playing the music, people join you in this long journey, and just abandon all of their priorities in life. <laughs> and it's just like this traveling trope, trope, And then there's no end. It just keeps going. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. So,
0: this is a game that focuses on loneliness.
2: <laughs> so, I'm cooling <completely> off. <laughs>
3: <clears throat>
1: yeah,
2: I... If I, yeah, I've no, I don't know, I, I cannot. I mean, it seems like an obvious one, but it's not obvious to
0: me. So, uh, yeah. So this is Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, okay. Specifically, yes. the Clock Town theme, day one, uh, because Correct. it's still happy at that point. <laughs> uh, day two gets a little more like. It's kind of just a variation it's a little more unsettling than day 3 is just crazy bonkers with like very very bad undertones on that same song that make it just like really unsettling so
2: you know it's not as unsettling as that one that Danny picked with the ba 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 ba
0: this one it I don't know it's more unsettling than that one <laughs> is it yes. I guess
2: I guess for me it's different because it's like when I hear the one that Danny picked. In, the
0: wave song, yes.
2: Yeah, the wave song. <laughs> it just, it makes me want to cringe so hard. Like, I don't even know. Okay, but then for this one, I I feel a sense of being. Like, I just, I feel like I can have people <laughs> join me. But you say it's, there's a sense of loneliness. I can kind of see why, but I no, don't know, just man, listen
0: maybe... to day three of this song at some point.
2: Okay. I will listen to day three. <laughs> or I'll just go,
3: wave,
0: wave. Wait 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 wait! No, I'm not doing that ever again. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: so nah, I'll leave it to the professionals. Uh, anyways, hey. Okay, I'm kidding. okay, fine. No, the I I the wave song was mine. I don't know. Anyways, know. Uh,
2: you're a professional, Daryl. <laughs> okay.
0: No, this is uh. So Majora's Mask. It, it, there's a lot of history on this game, and we kind of breezed over it in our past. Uh, episode on on 64 and i was a little sad to do that uh basically this was their attempt at making a fast turnaround zelda game after Mm -hmm. already setting what ocarina of time was so Mm -hmm. basically it was a, a game that used the same engine the same assets the same character models but with all of them playing different characters so it was really weird uh to see after you played the first game such as uh melon the the farmer girl uh has a young version and an old version. Well, in Majora's Mask, they're sisters. (laughs) So it's really odd. (laughs) It's just really, really weird. The whole game is odd. Uh, In a lot of good ways and also some just like really unsettling ways, it leaves a very memorable experience. If you've never played Majora's Mask, I think it's worthwhile. Uh, yes. It will not ever end up in my favorite games list or top the Zelda's list or anything like that. But I understand why it would uh, for other people. It's just it, the feeling that game gives you is really weird. <laughs> like, just uh, it's kind of a downer game to be honest. And it really shouldn't be because you're you're actually helping a lot of people. But yeah, it can it can actually be kind of a downer game.
1: Yeah, yeah, one of the most unique Zelda games in. I would say one of the most challenging as far as the normal mode is concerned. It was pretty tough. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, especially near the end of that game. Some of the challenges it actually makes you do uh, as you're approaching like the ending, it, they're ridiculously hard. Like, mechanically hard for a Zelda <laughs> game.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now we have a submittal by Lama Libre. Oh, nice. Llama, here we go.
2: Do, 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 do. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing
0: okay <laughs> a little bit Cut so the there's one. there's some shenanigans on this one uh, yeah Kevin do you know
2: this <laughs> do i do I know uh would i i
0: don't know actually <laughs> uh
2: man i mean it it makes me feel like you know i'm you know I'm going to a beach okay and water's so cold you don't want to surf but you still want to anyway but you wear a wetsuit so you use a wetsuit and you, you paddle to the you know deep in the ocean and then you start surfing you know you you surf along the waves and then um and then for some reason a lokitu comes okay i don't know why but the lokitu Le- comes and then <laughs> he starts dropping these you know <laughs> what do you call those spiky things ah, I, I, I can't I, I can't believe I don't remember these he dropped the that Lakitu starts dropping these spiky things, but he drops them in the rhythm of the beat. And then while you're you're surfing, That's a lot of spikies. Do- Holy crap! Yeah, and you're, trying to, you're trying to dodge them. Okay, you're trying to dodge them, and uh, and you manage to dodge all of them except one. And then you go, you wipe out, you go, and then you fall into the ocean and you brown out for three seconds. But then someone saves you, and you're like, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna go again, and just keeps going. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, i I've never heard this one before.
0: Uh, so you have heard a version of this song before. It's a remix from Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it may or may not have been uh, part of our theme song when I was just playing around on guitar at the end. Uh, <laughs> the the that one. Uh, oh. So, yeah, so uh, my only guess was Paper Mario, which I think it's gotta be. This is Paper Mario, yes. right? Okay, nice. Yeah, that's wow. It actually took me a, a. I. I'm a little bit ashamed of how long it took me to figure out where that song was coming from because they've changed it so much that I was like, wait, wait. I know this. <laughs> I know this. How do I know this? And yeah. So Man. Paper Mario was really good about that, about using like the old, uh, the old themes right. and such, and tr- trying to reuse them, remix them along with a bunch of new. Uh, both game, both Paper Mario games, as if there aren't any more of them. But really, there are Uh <laughs> Pretty much all the Paper Mario games do uh, some form of that. They they do a lot of callbacks musically, and I really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, no, for real. I mean,
1: gosh, I... Why did I not play this game?
2: Gosh, dang it. I wish oh, I it's did. A, it's
1: a really, really good one. So, that was Attack of the Koopa Brothers from Paper Mario, developed by Intelligent Systems. Published by Nintendo. Thanks, Lama Libre.
2: Nice.
1: And now we have our last song for this music episode number seven. It is submitted by Leo Veritas.
2: Ooh.
1: So here we go. Last track.
0: What a way to
2: end. Uh okay, so this is like the kind of happy tune that I really like. Um, if I want to listen to happy tunes, which I don't as often, but um <laughs> surprise, surprise. I don't really I don't think I played the game associated with this tune. So it's a game it's from a game that I've never played. <laughs> <laughs> that makes any sense. Um yeah, I I don't know. I mean you know, when I think of happy things, I think of Mario, I think of Know, Yoshi, I think I'm Kirby, I think of Mario. I already said, um, I mean I don't know, man. I mean I've I've never I have yeah, never played this game That's associated with the soon, so what could it be?
1: <laughs> uh Daryl, I think you you pretty much know it.
0: Yeah, so uh this is one of those one of those games that I kind of played through at the time and enjoyed it, but it kind of just ended, and I was like, oh, okay, and moved on, and then later on realized <laughs> that I like I was kind of missing this game for some reason. It's Kirby 64, so... Yes. Yeah.
2: Ooh, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so Kirby with a double-sided lightsaber, yes, that was in this game, and it was really fun to play in in a weird 3D space. It was a little awkward. It looked a little awkward. It was short. A lot of the powers were crazy, but you could combine them in cool ways. Uh Turns out I really like this game. Like I really do.
2: Nice. Yeah, I never played it.
0: I think I mean
2: there was Kirby Superstar on SNES and then there was this Kirby, but I skipped it. Um I mean, was it like in the same realm like or was just with three D or like how was it like? I mean
1: Wasn't it like pseudo two D slash three D? I I, oh. I think it was one of those Okay. Yeah. The first games that did that, it was pretty cool. It, it
0: was <laughs> the, the famous like 2.5D or, or whatever. Right. Uh, but Ooh. it was 3D models. Uh, so it was the first time we saw, well, it was among the first time we saw uh, Kirby as a 3D model. Uh, it had some like full 3D shooting sections, which was really funny for a Kirby game. And it moved a little slow, but like I said, it was just fun to play. Like you could combine. Yeah. Uh, any two abilities, you could combine them together and get, like, you know, <laughs> lightning swords and such. So, it was it was fun. Yeah, Dragon points out, uh, Kirby seemed extra chunky in this game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. It's that third dimension, man. It really adds to <laughs> 10 pounds.
2: Nice.
1: So, that was Shiverstar from Kirby 64, The Crystal Charts. Developed by HAL Laboratory. Published by Nintendo. Submitted by Leo Veritas. Thank you. And that wraps it up for music episode number seven, our sixty-four spectacular.
2: What a way to end, for real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's no Bob on Battlefield, but I know. Yes, but it's still. This was a good. cuter way to end. I like that song a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I approve of this cute song.
0: So. I mean, we spent two episodes talking about this. What was the Nintendo 64? Like, what was this console? <laughs> this was weird. Like, all the music even was all strange.
2: You know, it just feels like that transition. You, like, it was trying to do 3D, and I, it, it did pull pull out pretty well, like, compared to other consoles in the generation. And,
3: <clears throat>
2: I mean, it just tried to be different. I mean, you're thinking about the Bit Wars. Like, I I now, I didn't really focus on bits when i was a little kid but i mean look looking at the history back then and with other kids we talked about it like the bit wars like terms of how many bits like the 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 console would support like 16-bit is a 16-bit console is a 32-bit is a 64 i mean you had the atari jaguar which is 64-bit but it failed miserably um and then you have the Nintendo 64, which you know 64-bit console right and um but at, at some point like you know after the n64 you never really saw you know that sort of reference ever again you know it, it, bits mm. the number mm-hmm. of bits in the console doesn't really matter um it's more about <laughs> well after well, you
0: get in the <laughs> the very high numbers there they just kind of stop <laughs> yeah they kind of <laughs> stops like yo i mean how far can you go and but i think
2: at the at the time Especially in the early 90s, I mean, when you had the SNES and the Sega Genesis Wars, I mean, that was intense. I mean, you had two 16-bit consoles going at it and, like, you know, blast processing compared
0: to, like, you know... (laughs) And the <laughs> SNK Neo Geo home console, which was oh. more powerful, but cost like four hundred dollars more than they did.
2: <laughs> right, and then there was the triple graphics, right? Like that was, I think, also a sixteen-bit console, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was a, it was just that time when you know technology was just was just rapidly evolving to a point where you know you can have these in your home, and I think. The N64 was just part of that generation, and I mean, look at now. Like everybody, like okay, not everybody, but ninety eight, ninety nine percent of people have at, at least one piece of technology, like one, like like a console or like a really advanced screen TV in their household, and like it's. It's amazing the era that we live in with with all this technology and just you know, how how much we rely on tech, like on the internet and smartphones and all that. So I think in the 90s with the N64 was just part of that generation of like that transition. Um and I mean I still love my N64. Uh I still have it back home and man, I don't I don't know what I said was even relevant, but that's just how I feel about it when I think of the N64, just that transition. Um mm. you know, we, we, like I remember when I got the n sixty four like i i was i was starting to use like you know the internet a little bit i mean I, I mean we're talking about Netscape, we're talking about like <sighs> netscape <laughs> You're just, like I don't know <laughs> or a o l right I mean, and then you go with get those CDs uh with you know five thousand hours free or whatever i mean, or <laughs> right, do you remember like what yeah. And it's like, oh, you got mail, and things like that. And, you know, <laughs> name after the that one movie with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, but uh, yeah, I, I like,
0: think the movie was named. Anyways, <laughs> oh, is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got the other way around.
2: Uh, but anyway, I think that's what the N64 means to me. It was just part of a generation that we were a part of. Whether it was like Saturday cartoon, morning cartoons, or like you know having it. Being a luxury to go on the internet and like look up like an encyclopedia and stuff or just knowing more about the world and and not so good stuff <laughs> uh anyway that's a very extended answer uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> so very clearly what was the nintendo no uh Yeah, i mean we kind of touched on it before but nintendo 64 was a lot of firsts it was a lot of nintendo just trying stuff um the first analog stick on a home console controller, uh, the first time you saw four ports that were built into a console, the first time, I believe, that you saw Rumble. Uh, there, there were a lot of firsts. There were a lot of Nintendo just trying things. And what it actually led to, uh, especially the four-player, like we kind of touched on, it led to, honestly, just a lot of friendship experiences. It was kind of, for me at least, the birth of, like, What couch co-op could be uh both with family and friends so yeah i will always hold this console (laughs) kind of kind of close to my heart uh, despite you know it had obvious flaws it had uh gaps in his library and and such we talked about quest 64 being the sole (laughs) or at least one (laughs) of the only uh, rpg uh, stand-ins but yeah, I mean, I will never, I'll never say, oh, that was a bad console, because one, it had some of the greatest games of all time, and two, it honestly brought people closer together, and that's why you see so much love for games like Mario Party, and Star Fox minigames, and Smash Brothers, and so on, uh, it was it was cool, it was a cool time, it was a good time for a, a lot of us, you know, as, as bonding moments, just with, with everyone, so... Yeah, I will always hold this console just kind of near and dear, and I'm not ashamed of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In in the way I would describe it, I I don't know if it's going to make a lot of sense, but like NES games, SNES games, even older games, to me those are classic, but N64 games, those are retro. If you can sort of make a difference of that. That's that's kinda how I feel about the whole console.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of the games have not aged that well now. Yes. Uh mm. not aged yeah. as well as Super Nintendo games, for example, right. which are extremely playable at this point. Uh sixty-four games look bad now, and it's just a function of what technology they were going with. They looked awesome before. Uh but we've we've grown a little bit, but <laughs> even still i mean yeah give me give me the original smash from time to time or mario tennis or or uh ocarina of time for sure i think yeah the classic games Star Fox 64 is still the best in the series i think so yeah i'll take it
2: yeah yeah no and sergio your answer did make sense i i thought it was pretty relatable and so was so was yours daryl um i guess for me i just went off the res a little bit and just thought of like the n64 being a part <laughs> of like a generation of things that i was going through like with like experiencing their technology um because like uh i mean when you're a little kid and like you have like you know you have like two hard-working parents who you know want to expose you to um techno like just the evolving technology we had in the day just little by little hmm. i mean and with video games like the n64 is just part of that for me and like uh yeah i mean i agree like the couch co-op stuff and uh you know, even four ports was amazing. Like, man, like, I, I don't know. It's uh, I, nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I mean,
0: <laughs> except for the consoles that came after it. <laughs> <Which they're, laughs> yeah. Uh, the yeah. switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of throwback. Um, so yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it, holds its place. And I think it was, I think it was a lot of fun to kind of dive into it, uh, the way we did. Maybe we'll do this for other consoles in the future. Uh, maybe we'll do a, a two part Wii U retroactive. That'd be fun. Uh, but we'll <laughs> Sergio's out that week. Uh, but we'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll consider it because this was a lot of fun for me. So, and next week we'll get back to our whatever semblance of regularly scheduled broadcast we have. So there you go.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, man. Yeah. What? Yeah, just what one episode. I mean, we had like just amazing. Tunes from a console that I did not expect to have these sort tunes. I mean, crazy. I don't even know. But yeah. Uh. And
1: once again, we would like to thank the composers, developers, and publishers that worked on the many games that we featured this episode. Thank you. And you know, as always, we have the answers to last week's special question. <laughs> we asked, what is your favorite letter since we've been talking about the 64 and all these numbers lately? So, what is your favorite letter? And Shy Guy told us that he's going with the letter S and Dragon is also going with the letter S because of S rank. <laughs>
2: oh, that's a good one.
1: So, what about you guys?
0: Go ahead, Kevin.
2: <laughs> um, you know, my favorite letter. Gosh, it was between two. Uh, you know, I was bouncing back and forth about it. Um, but my favorite letter <laughs> is
0: it a sixty forty split there, Kevin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a it's a sixty forty split. <laughs> uh, my so it was gonna be uh, K, mm-hmm. but it's actually A. My my favorite letter is A. A hey. not, not not A hey, yeah not not just because. <laughs> not just because uh, it's the first letter of the alphabet but I think you know it's one of the most versatile letters of the alphabet I mean it's used in like so many words except my (laughs) full name Uh, but you know it's when I think of A I think of Ace I think of A Chance I think of Audacity like (laughs) what we used to record Um, I I just think of like (laughs) just something so versatile and you know kind of just bring back to my life, um, with this year, like what I've been trying to do to change my life and my lifestyle and to be mm. to be better and to be and to but the thing is I want it to be more this is one of my favorite A words, adaptable. You know, being able to adapt to different situations, different environments. Um and when I think of adaptation, I think of the letter A. Uh strong letter, the ace letter, the number one letter, mm. I mean just the best oh, letter wow, for me. Nice. Yeah. So aces you know uh, shout out to dragon you know he mentioned it mortens aces like uh it's a very good very good game with a very good word uh but yeah vers- versatility uh very important in my life that's how i feel about the letter a oh
0: my god this is a discussion nice. of a letter man <laughs> okay so if you're going to go with versatile uh versatility in in your letter choices and you're going to choose a letter based on how versatile it is, I gotta go with the most versatile which is uh, the most used in the English language which is the letter E so
1: there you go
0: by far the most used therefore it must be my favorite because hey, I use a lot of words.
2: (laughs) Actually you're probably right, it is probably more versatile because a lot of words end with the letter E there's not, I mean, there's words that end with A but not as many as E so... (laughs) or R, or whatever. I mean, shout out
0: to Bexilla for saying that, but
2: um, I don't know. (laughs) E is definitely more versatile.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to say she has more E's in her name than she does R's. That Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: (sighs) I am going with the letter U, because I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about you. You. We, we oh
2: okay that was that was that was very cheesy. I I like that. Oh uh, that's <laughs> terrible. I mean like But it's true though, it's true. Yeah. So we chose all of us chose vowels. Like that's very good. Like uh I mean well there should be some love for the eyes and the O's, but I mean yeah. <laughs> honorable mention. You know what I'm saying?
0: So Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> Alright, what's our question for this week?
1: Question for this week. What topping would you add to mac and cheese to make it unique but still good? Oh. I got one right now but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm okay with this question. I actually th- this one's okay. This one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is in my wheelhouse. I can Mhm. I got stuff.
2: You got stuff? I do too. Nice.
0: Oh, it's very nice. mu- unique. Yes. Uh okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So think about that. Get your responses into us, and we will uh, we'll have a forty minute discussion on your favorite mac and cheese topics <laughs> next week. So, yeah, thank you for listening to the uh, Mac and Cheese Jump Podcast. Uh, this has been fun.
2: Do 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 do. Oh, you just have to wait. She says love don't come easy. That's like the the song that plays in those mac and cheese commercials. You remember? I mean, yeah, Easy yeah. Mac. Yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Daryl. Got
0: it. (laughs) Marketing team's got the puns. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sergio, please (laughs) save us. This is.
1: (laughs) Save us. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. If you haven't already, feel free to join our Discord group. We have a great community of people to chat with and to play games, and we would love to have you there as well. If you're interested, the description for this episode has a link to our Discord. Other than that, we have a Facebook group, and we are also on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump. and you can listen to all of our episodes on YouTube as well. Please send us any feedback that you have at NintendoJumpPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, the best way to do so is through our Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash NintendoJump. Another way to support would be by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. Either way, thank you so much for your support. This is Sergio and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thanks for listening. Have a great week.
0: Bye-bye. See you guys.
3: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: I wasn't ready for that.
3: <laughs> oh no.
0: Oh, these always go in. This stays in. Uh,
2: Royal Circuit Mario Kart 64. Come on now. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.